0: Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following she'er. Okay. Last time we got to the bottom of Gimel Um On Gimel Aleph, we continue the discussion about what Ur means when the Mishnah says Ur osar." We went through different areas in Shas. We spoke about the din of Mapeles, about if somebody miscarries when they're in the middle of the days of of Tahara, or right afterwards, and we brought a Raya from there, what Or means, we spoke about the Din of a shlamim. if a shlamim could be nechal the the night after the second day, we spoke about the Dinim of Yom Kippur, how the Tefilas of Yom Kippur work, particularly the Shemayna Esrei of Maitzai Yom Kippur. Um, and then we brought a raya, among the other raya's, we already had several raya's that ur er means the evening, and then we brought a raya from Shmuel, that he clearly understood the Mishnah that ur Arba ba'asar means the evening, so the Gemara came to the conclusion that ur Arba ba'asar means the evening, and the Gemara explained that when we learned in the beginning of the Masechta that Rav Huna called ur um, naghi, um, he was really just using a terminology of, uh, of Lishna Ma'alia, a, 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 high Lushan, a, a, special Lushan, um, instead of saying a lower Lushan of nighttime or darkness. And which brought the Gemara to a whole Sugya of the Hakpada that Chazal discovered in the Torah, not to say things in an inappropriate way or in a less appropriate way or in a less, um, uh, uh aristocratic, chashev um, way. And the Gemara brought several rayas from, from Pesukim, um, how far the pusuk would go to be able to protect this idea of using a Lashen nakiya? In the process of going through this sugya, the Gemara had explained to us that by women, we won't say a lushan of Merkav, of riding, in terms of on an, on an animal. We would just say yayishv sitting because in Isha it's not Midarkei had for her to separate her legs over an animal so she would sit like with both legs together on the side in in a, in a way that's more of a yeshiva way and it would, therefore, it doesn't say it doesn't say mekov um we're up to three lines from the bottom on Gimel and Aleph. But the Gemara picks up from there discussing times that we find in Tanakh that it does say Merkav regarding an Isha. So let's see from three lines from the bottom. Does it not say merkav by an isha Siv, But doesn't the pasuk say, and this is the pasuk when it's describing Rivka traveling to Yitzchak when after Eliezer made the shidduch, Rivka that Rivka and her maidservants got up kavna and they rode on the camels. It says a of riding. So you see that the, an Isha, even an Isha Tznuah, does ride in a uh, using the Lashon of Merkav. Zokhti Gemara, no, it's not a Raya from there. Hasam ishum bi asusa de asusa means fear. And, What the Gemara is saying is that there are scenarios that it seems dangerous or it's frightening to ride, that even a woman who tries to be Machbed not to separate her legs will do so in order to secure herself because it's certainly the safest and most secure way to ride is over the two sides of the animal. So the Gemara says, Haasa asusa over there, because of the fear of camels. Camels, I guess, are very tall animals. So he. so the derech is to be roichev and not just to be yoshev. Frechti Gemara, but what about Velksev, what about the Pasuk that says, Vayikach Moshe es es vesbono, Vayarkive malachamor. This is when Moshe was returning to Mitzrayim to be Goyal Klal Yisrael. It says Moshe took his wife and his sons and he was mark of them. He, he helped them to ride on the chamor. So you see that it's talking about the wife of Moshe and it's using the word Merkav. Okay, let's turn to Gimel Bays, Hashem Mishum, banav or Chahu. Over there it's different, because of his sons, it's the derech. And that's what it's saying is that in one passage, it's describing his wife and his sons. And since for males, for Zecharim, it's not a lack of Tznius, to be Reichev it just uses that Lashen for everyone. So it's really going on the banim. Zakti Gemara, I the Haksiv, the pasuk says in Sefer Shmuel, the Cheves Alachamor. Vehiroi Cheves is talking about Avigail, who at the time was the wife of Na'val, who was heading to speak to David. Eventually, she became his wife. Um, Hassam, Zakti Gemara, that he, she was al Alachamor. So why does it say that she was riding on a chamar? It should say she was Ye'sheves ala chamar. Zakti Gemara, Mishum bi Asusa, Delalia, No, over there, because she was traveling to David at night, so therefore, it's the, it's the Derech, there's a fear at night, and it's the Derech to be Roychev. Zakti Gemara, Vibayas Eima, Mishum bi Asusa, leka, or you could say maybe the rioting at night—that's not as so scary—and she could have been yoychev. However, mishum bi de David, but she was afraid of David. There was a fear there of David because Navel had done something um, insulting to David, and and uh, there was a fear of David's reaction. So she was afraid. So she would. It says a Lushan of roichev. It's interesting that that's a fear that's not. Directly related to the riding, but still, the Gemara says that that would be enough of a pachad that she would want to ride in a secure way. Zochtimar viibayaseima, or if you want, you could say de David nami leka. The fear of David also is not an issue. Rather, mishum Asusa Dahar because she was riding on a mountain, so that could be a little more frightening. So ikka, so there is some fear, and that's why she would. She would be Roychev and not just Yoshev. She would ride instead of just sitting. Okay, Sfrakti Gemara. What's going on over here? Yesterday, in the last Amud we said that the Torah goes out of its way not to say the word Tameh, but to say not Tahar instead of Tameh. And we brought several examples of that. Really? It doesn't say Tameh in the Torah? It says Tameh many times in the Torah. So, what is the point of the few times that it's Mishana to say, to say Natar? So the Gemara clarifies. Any time that it would be for the same amount of words, for the same, you know, using the same amount of space, the same amount of time you could say it in a lashen way, or not in a lashen way, so then you should say it in a cleaner, more uplifted way. But kolheicha de nefishen milei, but if it's going to be more words, then mishto'i belashin ktsara. then the tzayrich of speaking in a way that you're not you're not darshaning too much, emar ma'at, that you're saying a little bit, that you're not being myrich. that's more important than going out of your way to speak in an uplifted way. Okay, I just want to point out that that on Ahmed Aleph, we did say that the Taira went out of its way and spoke more in order to say it in an uplifted way. The Gemara went through, if you remember, the Gemara went through, um, you know, how many letters extra the Tyra used to say it in an uplifted way. So the Mefarshim here explain, the Rashinam here explain that the idea is that the Tyra points that out to me by using more letters or words in order to give me that lesson. But once the lesson is given, I only make the change if it's not going to be extra words. Why is it so important that there not be extra words? Like we find that Rav Huna said, Some say Rav Huna said in the name of Rav Meir, a person should always teach a person to his Talmud in a short way. The person should be Makatzer, speak to the point and short. Um, so that's why, if 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 I can, with the same amount of words, say it in an uplifted way, then of course I should do that. But if I can't, then it's better to say it, bilashen kitzara. Yamara, one second, let's just review what we said earlier. V'kolheicha de mishtoi is it true that whenever it's the same, then we'll use the more honorable, more uplifted lashain? But we just said that it uses the word Reicheves instead of Yesheves. The HaReicheves V'Yosheves the Hadodin Reicheves and Yesheves are the same. And yet still, the Torah uses Reicheves instead of Yesheves. Why? It's the same. Why didn't it substitute the word Reicheves for the word Yesheves? The the Qa'am are and the Pasuk says Reichhevis. So the Gemara says no. Reichhevis, ksiv, without a vav. It says Reichhevis without a vav. Yoishhevis is with a vav. Reichhevis is without a vav. So, 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 if you count the letters, Yeshevas ends up being longer than Reichhevis, because Yeshevis is spelled with a vav, and Reichhevis is spelled without a vav. Now, the obvious question is, is so write Yeshevis without a vav? Rashi discusses this, and Rashi says that no. Whenever you have a letter, a word like Ye'shevus written without a vav, it is, we always darshan it. The, the spelling is with a vav, yod vav shin veis. When it's spelled yoshav, so there there are different examples of this in Parshas Lech Lecha and Parshas Vayera, where the where Chazal darshan that it says Yoshev and it's written Yoshev. So no, you can't make it Chaser. That's not the spelling. I we made Roy Heves Chaser. No, that's to teach us this din that uh, about how important it is to to speak in a shortened way. In other words, it says the way that's less honorable and shorter to show us that that's preferable. It's preferable to speak in a way that's less honorable if we're going to speak shorter. And it shows us that by spelling Reicheves without the Vav. But if it would say Yesheves without a Vav, we would not be learning that lesson and there would be no reason for missing the Vav. So that's why it ends up that Recheves is Taka shorter than Yesheves, and that's why we substitute Recheves for the more derech kavod of Yesheves. Now the Gemara brings... Um, a few Mises here about um, noticing on people the either the uplifted way that they're speaking or the negative or the Meguna way that they're speaking and what that says about them. Zokti Gemara, Hanhutrei Talmidi, there were two Talmidim, that was sitting in front of Rav, it seems that it was a difficult day of learning. Chad Omar, one of them said, Shavisinon Hai Shmaitza, this sugya, this Halacha has made me, like an exhausted pig as he was really say talking about how exhausted he is he was so worn out the davar is a so that's how he expressed his um his exhaustion the other one didn't express it in quite as graphic a way. The Chadomar and the other Talmud said, "Shavisin on Hai This halacha has made me kegedi misankun, like a like a gidi, like a goat that's uh, that's uh, that's exhausted. So, so that's obviously a behema tahira. That's not as negative as a davar acher, as a chazer. The Gemara doesn't even like to say chazer, The Gemara calls it a davar acher. And Rav was very upset about that. ishtoi Rav Bahadi and Rav would not speak to the Talmud that said the davar acher. Okay, hanhu There were two Talmidim that were sitting in front of Hillel. minayu One of those two Talmidim was none other than the great Rabbi Yochanan Ben Zakkai. The Amrilah some say Kameh Rebi, some say there were two Talmidim in front of Rebi, which places it a few generations later. The Chad Minayu and one of the one of those Talmidim was Rabbi Yochanan. Chad, Chad Omar, one of them said the following. One of the Talmidim said they both had a similar question, but they asked the question differently. It seems that the Halacha is that when one is harvesting grapes, they have to be harvested um, dafka with kalem that are tahar. But when one is harvesting olives, they do not have to be harvested in a kali that's tahar. Just important to know for the, uh, the words here that the word harvest in English refers to many things. You harvest. Grain, you harvest grapes, you harvest figs, you harvest um, olives, but in Lushan Kodesh, each type of harvest of different types of produce has a different a different name. So that's the Loshon here. Chad Omar, one of them said Mipne Ma B'Tahara. Why do we harvest grapes? Boitzer is to harvest grapes. Why do we harvest grapes with purity? In other words, we make sure that the kalim are bitahara, But we don't harvest olives. Um, and one of them said, ma One of them asked it a little more directly. He didn't say, Why do we harvest this one with tahara and this one not with tahara? Rather he said, "Why do we harvest this one with tahara and this one with tumah?" So he came out and said tumah instead of saying not with tahara. Now, just uh, parenthetically, just to understand what's going on here, we know that the halacha is that peiros can become tameh. So if they're harvested with tameh kalim, it could be it could affect the peiros, could affect the uh, the tahara level of the peiros. The thing is that Peroids do not become tumay until they get wet after they're harvested. Once once they are no longer attached to the ground, when they get wet, that's when they can become, they're called Mokshar L'Kabal that's when they become able to be Mokhabal And the juices of the Peroids itself can make it Mokshar Lakabaltuma. May Peroids, the juice of Peroids, is enough to make it Mokshar L'Kabal the question here is, why are we worried about the sticky grapes, the little bit of juice that comes out of the grapes that it's going to make it and therefore I'm careful to harvest my grapes with tahar kalim, but when I harvest olives, I'm not as concerned that the kalim should be tahar, even though olives also could have oil dripping out. Of them, that's the that's what the that's what the sugya was over there. But what's negeya for us is that the Rebbe heard one of them say it in a very uplifted way, and one of them say it in a less uplifted way. Omar the Rebbe said, "Muvta I am I am confident about this one, the one that said it in the the tahar way, the one that said it in the derech Kavod, shemayra hayrabi yisrael, that he will paskin, he will be a paisek who's able to teach pasak in klal yisrael and because he saw the sensitivity of the loshein and and that that was his conclusion And and it wasn't a long time at israel until taka this one who had that extra sensitivity became a moyrah israel says the gemara Viter, there were 3 Kaihanim that were discussing the Chalakim that they got from the Matanais in the Beis hamikdash Chad Omar Luhu once said to the Higiani I got a piece of the carbon or whatever it was that they were referring to, oh, rather Rashi says it's the Lechem Aponim. I got a piece of Lechem from the Lechem Aponim like the size of a pull of a bean. Bachadomar Higiani is I got a piece of bread the size of an olive. And the other one said, the piece that I got is like the tail of a leta'a, which is a sheretz. So th- that's a—that's that, not the way you describe the halaga lechem him. that you use the tail of a sheretz to describe the size. There's got to be other comparisons that you could make that are more bakavadik, that are more derech covered. So that caused the concern about this kayan, that he's speaking that way. So, badku acharov, they were baidik, they investigated after him, Umatzu b'shem psul, and they found somewhat, they found a a, a psul in him, which the Gemara understands to mean that they found a Psul in his yichas. They realized that there's a problem with him doing the avayda, there was a discovery of a psil in his yichas. In the Gemara, really? There was a psil in his yichas? And they were baidik, and they found a Psal in his yichas? Why would they be baidik? But we learned in a Mishnah, "Ein Baidkin that you are not Baidik from the Mizbeach and upwards. What does that mean? That means that when when a Kayan works in the base of Mikdash, when he comes, when he does Avoda by the Mizbeach. So that we know that they, that the kaihanim are careful who works in the base Miktash And a raya that a person's yichus is good is that he was allowed to work in the base HaMikdash. And we, once someone worked in the base HaMikdash, we're not baidik from him and up through his generations. Maybe his children, grandchildren, whatever that may be, him to be baidik, but but him himself were not baidik mina is So if this Kayin was working in the base of mikdash, so why were they Budku acharov? So zakti gemara no, it doesn't mean that they found a yichus issue. Loi teima Don't say shemetz which is like some kind of a, a of a stain on his lineage. Elo emos Say Shachatz so that means that there's like some kind of personality So That in his Midas, there was a P'sol. They found that he was Taka, uh, uh, n- n- the opposite of a Baal Midas Teivis, and he carried with him very negative Midas. The Ibayasema, or you could say that even though, you could say go back to Shemetz Psel, you could say that really it was a Yichas issue. Ah, you asked why would you be Baidik? You could say no. The, over here, uh, in general, we're not baidik. But if a red flag comes up, then we will be baidik. And a Kayan comparing his lechem upon him to the tail of a Lata, uh, is a—that uh, is a red flag. Shani Hassam over there, it's different. de he made a pagam on himself. He made it. He he brought a red flag. So that's why we we checked. Then the Gemara brings another uh, similar maysa. About chalakim from the from the of the Beis Hahu There was a guy that used to, I guess, in disguise, go and make believe that he was roy to eat from carbonos to have a veochil He went up and he used to eat from the carbon pesachs in Yerushalayim. Omar, he said he boasted about himself. The pasuk says that a guy cannot eat from the carbon pesach in boy. It says in the pasuk, "kol aru Khabai that someone who doesn't have a bris milah can't eat from the carbon pesach. And I, this guy, said proudly, "Hokachilna mi shufrei shufrei." He says, "I'm eating from the best of the best. I'm eating. Um, they're giving me these great chalakim from the Karbanas. I'm fooling them into uh, into thinking that I deserve to have uh, that I deserve to have from the carbonas." my so Lay Rabbi Huda ben Beseira. Rabbi Huda ben was very, very wise, and he had to somehow signal in a subtle way to the kaihanim in, in the base of Mikdush that something's going on here. So Aley, Rabbi Yehuda Ben, Rabbi ben said to this guy, Let me ask you, you say that you're getting the best chalakim. Do they give you from the tail? The tail, now that's a geshmaka part of the animal. Are they giving you from the tail? Now the truth was that you don't get from the tail. The tail is not one of the options, as we'll see. But Rabbi Judah wanted to send a signal, so Rabbi Judah said, "Did they give you from the tail?" "Omar "No, they didn't. Taka. They never gave me from the tail." So Rabbi Judah ben instructed him, Kisalkis lahasam, When you go back up to Yerushalayim and you are asking them for the Chalakim from the carbon, Amalahu say to them, 'Saful imayalio. Serve me from the alio. Give me from the from the tail.' Kisalik. When he when he went up." So he told him to to make sure to get from the tail. So Taka, that's what happened. Kisalik um, when he went up to Yerushalayim, Amar he said to them, "May alya safuli serve me from the tail." Amrule, they said to him, "From the tail, alya salka that stays on the mizbeach; the tail goes up to Shemayim." So that that got them a little concerned. Like, why is he asking for the tale? So Amrulay, um, they said to him, "Man, Omar lachahachi." Who said that to you, Omar lahu? He said to them, "Rabbi Huda ben um, So uh, Rabbi Huda ben B'sera, Rabbi Huda ben B'Seira is the one who said it to me. That's that's interesting. Amru they said, my hide to come on. So who is this person? Rabbi Huda ben Becerra sent this cryptic message They would give him from the Aliyah. There's no mokim to give him from the Aliyah. Badku basre, so they were Baitik after him. Va'ashkechuhu da and they found that he was taka a and they gave him misa for coming into the base hamikdash and eating from the karbanis. Rabbi they sent a message to Rabbi Huda ben Becerra, who was not even in Yerushalayim. Shalem Rabbi Yehuda ben Beseira. There's a, a shlemos to you, Rabbi Yehuda ben Beseira, that a, a, a completeness that, that you have, Rabbi Yehuda ben Beseira, the at ben that you are in the city of Netzivin, umitzudascha prusa and your net is spread out. Yerushalayim, your net is spread out in Yerushalayim. Rav Kahana, okay, again, we're, we're moving on discussing the way people express themselves. And we, now we're going to learn a new Yusite about the way to express ourselves. Rav Kahana Cholash, became weak, became sick. Shodruha Rabbanon Rabbi, Rabbi Shua Bray deravidi. The Rabbanon sent Rabbi Shua Bray to see how he was. Amrulei, they sent him, Zil Madine. Go see what's doing with him. They were checking. They were checking on. Um, they were checking on, Huda, uh, on Rav Kahana. Also, so Rabbi Yeshua, of Eidi came, Ashkeche, and he found, unfortunately, Dinoch Nafshe. He found that Rav Kahana had passed away. Kar E He tore his clothing, but then he didn't want it to be nicker when he came back to the Chachamim that he was in Avelos, because Rav Kahana was Nifter, so he turned, his, he turned like the, his clothing, so that the tear that he made in the front of his beged, was now in the back of his beged. Ubachi va'asi, and he was crying and coming. He was walking towards the Rabbanon. Omrulei, they said to him, they saw that he was crying, and they said to him, "Noch nafshe, he, is it is it true he was nifter?" Omar lahu He said to them, ka imna, ka amina. I, I'm not the one that said it. You realized it, but I didn't say it because diba, someone who speaks out the the words of, of 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 bad news, huksil is a fool. So the Gemara here is teaching us while we're on the subject of how to speak, the Gemara is teaching us an Indian of speaking." that we try not to be mevasar basurais rois we don't uh, try not to just say bad news which is something to keep in mind we don't have to be the person that always has the the bad news to share gemora he went out to the uh, to the villages he went to check on the tvua around the cities he also when he came back so they asked him um, how it's going out there. Umrule, they said to him, Chite nasu the, the, is the wheat good? Omar Lohem, he said to them, he didn't want to tell them that the wheat is good, because, because it wasn't. And he didn't want to tell them it's not good, because he didn't want to say bad news. That's a very, you know, terrible news that the wheat is is not doing well. So the way he said it was, Omar Lohem, he said to them, Sa'irim nasu the the barley is good. Now, they did not like that he said it that way. The barley is good. Barley is animal food. In fact, if the wheat is not good, then the human beings are going to have to eat barley. So it could be that part of their hakpada here was that he was like, telling them, I'm going to serve you good barley. That's also not good news. Umru they said to him, the barley is good. So go give that news to the horses and the donkeys. The 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 barley and the and the straw goes to the goes to the animals. So the Gemara says, really, my have So then, what should he have said? He doesn't want to say the the chitim the is bad, the wheat is bad. He doesn't want to say the barley is good. So what should he have said? Well, he could have said, the Gemara, he could have said eshtakod nasu chitim he could have said, when they asked, is the wheat good? He could have said, oh, you know, last year the wheat was good. Which would have made them understand that this year, this year is taka not so good. Inami, adoshim nasu He didn't have to use animal food. He could have said the lentils or another crop, that, that's good, which would give the impression that the chitim are not good. And this is the end of Gimel Amut Bez, um, and we'll be Mam Shek next time. You have been listening to a shear from shasilluminated.org. For other shear on many topics or to hear an eon shear on any Daphne shas, including Myron on each shear, please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203 312 shas. That's 203 312 7427 or email info at shasilluminated.org.